Greetings team, welcome back. Another episode of Badass Unscripted. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's lovely to see you. I have a contemplation for you. Do you live life with your limiter on? A limiter to me is something that caps your output. You ever read the manual for a new car? When you're reading the specs page, it always tells you what the top speed is and then in brackets it says electronically limited to you know, like 230 kilometers an hour, something boring like that. Why would you do that? Why would you have a racehorse under the hood and then cap it to limit the fun you can have? Well, of course, safety, legality, and all those other things come into play when you're dealing with a car. But when you're talking about your life, why would you want to do that? Now, here's what's interesting is that this came up because of a conversation I had with a very senior executive. This person is totally visionary, totally inspiring, totally masterful, and someone I admire very much. But the one thing I noticed is that they still want to ask permission before hitting the go button. Now, I love the go button. And what I struggle so much to understand is that knowing that your failure to leap is what inhibits and hampers innovation and momentum. Why on earth would you not seek to introspect to identify that behavior and to correct it. Because let's face it, if you have a great idea or something you want to do or something you want to try, why not just go build it? Because if you're into asking for permission, rather than asking for permission to start, why don't you spend an hour or 10 hours building something, prototyping something, and then bring that to the permission conversation? It's the same conversation. If you're accountable to a company and you want to make sure you have the go ahead, to spend resources on a certain objective, there's someone you need to clear that with, you're having a permission conversation the other way, but why don't you sink the 10 personal hours to create some additional value, to create some momentum, but most importantly, to create something that other people can react to. Because then if you've created something impactful, if you've created something undeniable, they can't ignore that. It's a lot harder to decline the idea. And I say this often, if you're working in the kind of place where they'd frown on you for taking some of your own time to build or prototype, to endeavor, you are working in the wrong place. They're just not there yet. The mindsets aren't right. Either you got to change them or you got to change. Meaning, go bring your talents and skills to someone who is ready for them, to someone who wants them, who values them. The more you do this agile thing and the more you do this badass agile thing, the more I think you'll find yourself looking around and recognizing how many people run with their limiters on, cap themselves out at 230 kilometers an hour, when they've got the engineering in their belly to do twice that, or five times that, or 10 times that. First step is make sure it's not you. It's pretty easy to spot, I've said this before. Look for times when you hear yourself saying, great, excited, let's do it. But first, I have to wait until, or first, I have to check with, or first, I got to make sure, or I want to think about it a little longer. Here we are preaching agility, and yet, do we practice it? Do we minimize upfront planning by sketching things on napkins, by drawing ideas on a whiteboard, so that we can very quickly get to the point of certain enough that it's worth trying, that it's a great idea, but after you've done that minimum due diligence, and I mean minimum, shopping the idea around after that is best done not with words, 
but with product in your hands, things you can see, touch, feel, sense, experience. Now this is the most important part. If you treat your creative backlog as something that you have to get permission for, I guarantee you there are other areas of your life where you've got limiters on. Your professional development, your training, your career escalation, your future as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, your sales prospects, your personal and community achievements. All of those things are subject to a governor or limiter that you yourself impose that says, I'll be ready when, or I must wait until. What would you be capable of if you took all those limiters off today? How fast could you go? And how much fun could you have? And yeah, sometimes it's dangerous. And yeah, sometimes it's rule bending, but that's the very best kind of fun, my friends. I don't know, what I find that once you've discovered this and applied it for yourself, you look around, your friends, your colleagues, your peers, and you can't help but want to help them do it too. The reality is most won't. But if your purpose is to change, to heal, to help, to inspire, to ignite, you're definitely going to want to try. Hey, I'd love to hear your stories. Did you take your limiters off this week? What did you do to unleash the screaming demon under the hood? send them in. You can reach me at badassagile.com. Find me on Twitter at badass underscore agile and on Instagram at badass agile. I love you because you're crazy. I look forward to next time. And until then, stay badass. 